Hello and welcome to the Matt Belair podcast. As an explorer of the mind and world, author and coach, I have spent a lifetime learning how to push my limits and achieve my highest potential. My mission is to bring you the most inspiring, conscious, and empowering teachers, leaders, and thinkers on the planet. To bring you stories, lessons, and messages that will help you master your mind, body, and spirit. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Good day, beautiful citizen of planet Earth. We are back with part two with Jeffrey Darty. If you listen to part one, you know what you're in for. This is an extremely in-depth, mind-blowing conversation. Uh, maybe you had a chance to check out his um, YouTube channel, Def- Jeffrey Darty. Also, uh, The Last Stand. Um, he does a show with my friend Jay Campbell as well. They have really tremendous, deep content, so definitely check it out. And this episode we're going to dive deeper on all the concepts that we were talking about um we talk about like uh the god within the alien false flag attack um jesus returning in a spaceship the project blue beam some of you may or may not be familiar with that um but that is about as conspiracy as it gets and i asked jeff i was like where the heck did you get that from and he gives an answer i didn't expect um but you probably have an idea of what it was if you listened to the part um first part and um we talk a lot about over coming the guilt and shame control matrix and uh, there's a lot of information out there um, that just shows that you know a lot of the religions do really focus on guilt and shame Um, if you are religious you know that's great Um, but if you do look at the overarching um, the overarching histories of them there are some things in there that could be improved upon Um, let's just say that and there's some information out there so definitely don't want to belittle anyone's beliefs Um, but I think that it is important that we research all of this stuff with an open mind to find perspectives that are empowering not only for ourselves but for all people to create a real connection with God, spirit, the universe so that we can live a good life and uh, so can the entire planet um, including not exclusion, um, acceptance, not rejection, and um, all that kind of stuff. So let's all get along and um, honor each other's beliefs and wherever we are in the process because I'm sure 10 years from now I'll be like, man, you didn't know what the hell was going on. But I also know right now I have no idea what's going on, so that's also good. Um, let's get. So what, what are we talking about here? Oh, yeah, thank you. If you want to support the show, um, take a screenshot, share on Instagram, tag me at, at Matt Belair. Uh, Patreon is super helpful if you want to toss a buck in the bucket. Thank you so much, Tyler. Ludlow for chipping it in guys all my patrons thank you so much it's saving my butt you have no idea it's really really helpful so if you want to support the show please go over there Uh, sign up for the email list Um, leave a review in iTunes but the best thing that you can do I forgot to say last episode so do two acts of kindness today three three kind acts today if you're listening to my podcast you better be doing one kind act a day for somebody Um, (laughs) please please do that Um, the kindness challenge is three kind acts a day for seven days going out of your way to do it and let me know um, what your experience was because the people who are are sharing some pretty profound experiences about universal winks something weird that'll happen that's just for you to know you that you're on the right track so um check that out um if you guys are interested in coaching i am working with two groups of people and um opening up more time for that the first group is somebody who really is ready to level up to make a change who wants to clearly define uh, their vision their direction they want to create a life that they're inspired to create and that comes from basically a to z how to even figure 
figure out what you're passionate about, uh, create an, a vision, and then execute, remove limiting beliefs, and actually start to make progress in a very quick period of time. I've seen some incredible results in three months. And the second group of people are peak performers, entrepreneurs. You're already doing pretty good, and you want to level up, and you're really interested in flow state, peak performance, mindfulness, uh, spiritual laws, and making the greatest impact you can. And this is for those leaders and people who um, you know are at the top of their game. It's always exciting to work with those people because uh, just uh, it's exciting to work for, with anyone actually because they're they're just it's so beautiful to see people really level up and do what they want and then also just. A, get to a space where it's more balanced, not all about acquisition, but to acquire in like a meaningful way to make impact in a meaningful way to just wake up and know that uh, you're excited about life, I think is a beautiful thing, no matter where you are in the journey. Um, Because even the people that I've worked with that were professional athletes, and what you'd consider just an average person, um, the level of happiness usually is about the same. So it's really about creating meaning impact and using these universal tools to uh, align our own hearts, our own minds and our own vision. So if you want some support with that hit me up mattbelair.com forward slash coaching um and last but not least thanks so much to my new sponsor partner Himalaya podcast app. They are a fantastic app for listening to podcasts. They're basically curated for the community of podcast listeners. That means you. So it's free. It's super easy to use, easy to navigate. They give you great suggestions for similar shows, allow you to make playlists and all kinds of great stuff. So when you get over there, make sure you follow the Mastermind Body and Spirit Show and you can find them at Himalaya. That's H-I-M. A-L-A-Y-A over in the iTunes store and Android and all that kind of fun stuff. So let us get into it with Jeffrey Darty. Let's come to a uh, state of peace and coherence because I've been rambling. So wherever you are in the world, just stop whatever you're doing and take in a deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath and just let it out slowly with all the cares and all the worries of the day, all the self-criticisms and negativity and just feeling totally peaceful and empowered in this moment and ready get, to get into this incredible part two with the man, Jeffrey Darty. And that's just the, the little um, tip of the iceberg on it. I wrote a book called Final Message of the Last Apostle if you wanted to get all the details. But it's all there. It's all in the New Testament. And I didn't add anything to it. It's all straight from the New Testament. Holy shit, man. I, w- I was making sure that I wrote the book title down. I was like, oh my, I, I knew this was going to be good, but holy crap. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> so what I, what my dumbass is thinking, it's funny because like there's levels of knowledge, you know, and like I've peeked into so many rabbit holes and I'm like, okay, there's some of this generalization which would make sense to find like all the way down you're you're going right to the greek interpretation directly from the greek and the hebrew of the old of the new and old testaments i don't have any bible codes mad i don't have any secret decoder rings i don't channel i go straight to the original word for word Greek and Hebrew translations. It's on BibleHub.com. That's the one I use. I don't get paid for it. In fact, if they knew I used it, they'd probably restrict my access. They never thought it'd be used for this reason. But everybody that has an interest can go to BibleHub.com. They can see it written in Greek. They can see the literal English translation, and they can see how monstrously deceptive these modern Bible translations from King James to all the other ones are. If you have an interest, you can know everything that a PhD level seminarian Bible student, Bible teacher, Bible master knows 
if you have the interest to go to biblehub.com and spend a little time watching that instead of Kim Kardashian's big booty. <laughs> Dude, you brought up so much <laughs> information there. Okay. Um, well, just first of all, that is badass. Awesome work. Second, you know, I think that right now we're in the dark ages and it's so funny you bring up, you're like, okay, the Bible, it's this holy thing because they don't understand it. Well, that's what science is. Go back to just 1920 with like an iPad. They'd be like, oh my God, you know what I mean? What wizardry is this? Not counting actual magicians. You know, their magic is amazing. And if you know a trick, they were doing tricks back in India, you know, black magic back in the day saying this could happen. But a few people working together with the one idea, you can make things look real mystical. So you read you sure the Bible from the, and, and they use the guise of like, oh, it's, it's holy and it's spiritual and this. And it's like, no, that's just straight up regular old science. And then you go straight off the deep end, which I'm with you with is like, no, actually that's alien tech. Which again, you just go a lit like we go to a tribe on Earth right now that hasn't seen civilization with a with a helicopter, which is in hieroglyphs, which is in all these different places. They're gonna think we're ETs. So what is actually going on? But what it made me think about was I saw this clip of Star Trek recently. This clip and uh, Captain Picard, um, Sean Sean, what's his name? John Luc Picard. Is it Patrick? What's the actor's name? um patrick stewart patrick stewart yeah the bet they're all great but patrick stewart's so great he's um he's describing to this primitive species she thinks he's god he thinks they're gods and he goes back and says you know and he talks about um advancement and he's like don't you think like over time if you were to look back at yourself you know a a civilization ago or 100 years ago you would think you were a god all we are is further along this technological thing. But when we don't understand science, we call it mystical. Then we can, we give all these rituals and you can use that to, to suppress people. And the last thing I wanted to say was the language. We are a slave to language. You know, I'm sure you know all about this for sure, even better than I do, but you know, your birth certificate is a friggin' shipping container receipt. They change language in maritime sea law to, we think it means one thing. It doesn't even mean that, that other thing. When you, when you uh, open the gate to approach the judge, it's, it's signaling boarding a ship. You know? So we're using language and manipulation to keep people at a certain vibration. And all of the Native Matthew, Americans- Matthew, all that's true, huh? All that is legit stuff. I haven't gotten into that because I thought it was kind of eh. But you're saying that's all straight up legit. What? I think- yeah. Yeah. Well, I did. Uh, I did. Uh, I did law and security. You know, and yeah. so there's there's different levels of law. Like there's natural law, which makes sense. But like the shipping container receipt, it's it's always to do with a bounty, with a money exchange. And like if right. you're a natural, we're not trying to tax beavers or goats or crows. Why the hell are we paying taxes to what? And are we signing up for that? It's this intricate system. Right. And you've always got these, you've got the thugs, which, you know, there's great police, not saying, you know, just that's the way it goes. You know, you've got this hierarchy yep. thing and you go move past that. So it's like craziness. So um, if we're using language wow. to manipulate, you're, do, you're using language in religion also. And to manipulate oh, absolutely. people at a level and the three different elders, the Zuni, the Mi'kmaq and the Mayan all said the same thing. They said religion is, is, is stunts your spiritual growth. Absolutely. It's a fear and guilt control matrix. You're in guilt because you killed Jesus. He had to die for your sins. 
You're in fear that you can never do enough to avoid hell. And a person that is under guilt and under fear is very, very easy to control. A person that's divine, a person that's sovereign, a person that's free is not easy to control. And they're not trying to enlighten anyone. They're trying to control everyone. And it's time for us to wake up and realize it. Yeah, man. So, yes. So I... I'm more curious now, like, what do we keep talking about, about these stories in the Bible about UFOs? And what have you discovered of like, maybe the, the realm of like ancient technologies, ancient civilizations? What have you come to as far as like, what you believe about like the, what aliens are doing here? Do you think there's one species? Do you think it's a hundred species? And the last thing that I'll throw at you and you can just pick at what you wish is a lot of the stories in ancient Egypt and like even the Bible and, and, uh, ancient civilizations is rising the Kundalini to have a DMT mm -hmm. experience to have to, you know, realize God. And for me, you know, when I've had those experiences, whether meditation or, you know, one just came and one was a you know, they're all three different ways. Um, but when it was either DMT, like a full on consciousness experience beyond this, whatever this consciousness is, it is like a God experience. It shatters everything you think, you know, it just shatters it. And so if that's what we're trying to go to. Is it like going under the water, man, or is it more subtle than that? Uh, it, it's definitely not. It's, it's that same shock. It's the shock. Oh, yeah. And then, you, but the thing is you don't understand. But the, the other thing is it's, it's so safe too, though. It's not like the, the water feels very unsafe. But that shocking type of deal, you know, it's like, it's like that. And um, so I'm just curious what you think of all that because a lot of people are putting up videos about, well, all of this ancient knowledge is about bringing the kundalini up to have a natural DMT experience. And I think, you know, from the experiencing those, if you, it doesn't matter what you believe in the world, your past conditioning, if you have one of those experiences, you are going to begin to rewrite your beliefs, your coding system and what you're doing on this planet. Absolutely. Absolutely. And as far as aliens go, again, you know, me being you know, the one trick pony from a strictly biblical text point of view, I think what's happening is, you know, for 2000 years, really, if we go back, let's go back to the beginning of Judaism. Well, no, let's just, let's just talk about Christianity. So 2000 years ago, Christianity comes out. The literacy levels are very, very low. There weren't very many Bibles, and if you got caught reading one, you were killed. So for all the way down till the 16th century, it was very easy for the church to control all of the information. It was very easy for them to have a, a monopoly on information. Come the 16th century, here comes the printing press, here comes the Protestant Reformation. Now it's not as easy to keep all the information under control because now people can read, people have books, and uh, it's no longer in the hands of just the priests. So now the information is, is out of control. So you have to do, and I think that these people foresaw this, and the whole thing with the ET um, involvement around the life of Jesus is they want us to believe, they want us to at least be very familiar with, even if it's on a subconscious level, the idea of ETs and aliens and spaceships in reference to Jesus. Because I think the end game is to have a great false flag event where either Jesus shows up in a spaceship or aliens show up and say Jesus is the way. And if we all have at least subconsciously heard this idea and 
and they can go back and show, do what I do, show us, see, it was here all the time. There's all ETs and aliens were always involved with Jesus. I think the biblical reason for the aliens and the ETs and the UFOs is because they're trying to sell this false flag final event to where Jesus comes back in a UFO. What I really think is going to happen, Matt, is over in uh, the Middle East where you've got the Mosque of Omar, you're going to have a temple built and you're going to have a Christian shrine built. You'll have all three Abrahamic religions on the Temple Mount. Jesus comes back in a spaceship or comes back supported by a fleet of aliens. The Pope is there. Jesus shows up. I don't know, maybe even Muhammad shows up. And now Abrahamic religion can take over the planet and run it just like they've always wanted to for up to 6,000 years. But when people like me get on and say no, it's a farce. It's a sham. It's a mockery. It's not true. This isn't the real Jesus. We mess up the plans, but I think they're running out of time. I think they're getting desperate. So that's why we see so much more of this talk about third temples and so much more about this talk about UFOs and ETs. And I think that's exactly what's going to happen. And before that happens, Matt, you're going to see somewhere Jesus get off a cross in a Catholic church and come down and start talking to people. Holy shit, man. That's he will come to live <laughs> off of a crucifix and talk to people, probably on CNN. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, wow. Well, the, the funny thing is, is like what I like to describe people, like when I talk about my podcast, is like sometimes my guests say some like really crazy shit, but I do the <laughs> research too. I've heard of that. Like are you like of things like that? And I'm trying to find a way where it's just like, okay, it's not that nuts. And the only way that I can think about that is like Project Bluebeam also using magic and also groups of people with an agenda. Like you got to understand if you're in the matrix and you're the regular um, person, you're not thinking like this. You're not thinking right. like a military general. You're not thinking like a person who owns a country. You're not thinking about a person who might own a business that has 100 employees. You're architecting something. So if you're trying to architect potentially a planet, you know, they're architecting the school system. You architect the United States. You architect China. China is very different than Nepal. You know, I went to go, I want to be enlightened. So I want to meditate with Tibetan monks. Well, guess what? It's occupied by China. They're architecting, just taking people's shit. It's, it's, you know, it's like, what is going on here? North Korea, South Korea, it's just, it's endless. So that, do you mean in like a Project Bluebeam sort of way or actual like a ET, like physical species sort of way? Well, one of three ways. Either it'll be a Project, a project Bluebeam kind of way. Uh, two, either it'll be uh, just a supernatural event where this entity that's pretending to be Jesus just shows up. Or three, it could be an extraterrestrial group that do it. But I, I kind of poo-poo that third idea because if I'm an extraterrestrial group, well, it depends on if they want to just take us over and take all of our shit and dominate us. Why would they mess around with our religious symbolism? They just come in, kick butt and take names. But if they want to, for some reason, keep everything intact and keep us as a slave race, then they might dabble in our religious imagery and use something that we would accept them. So that's a possibility. But uh, I think it's either going to be governments using, you know, the Project Blue Green, Blue Beam, a holographic technology or it will be this entity that is faking himself being Jesus, either using that holographic technology or just showing up in a form that is consistent with what we've been conditioned to believe. 
Holy crap, man. Well, that's intense. You know, I've kind of, I haven't been deep down the rabbit hole of uh, uh, some of the things where you find information like that. And I have seen different theories and some of them, you know, being really credible. You know, you look at the work of Gerald Clark and what he searched with the Anunnaki um, Gaia TV. And, you know, there's a lot of baloney out there, but if you look at like enough baloney, then all of a sudden you, you see this nuggets of like correlation and truth. And one thing goes after another and, you know, you're able to kind of put these piece pieces together. It's, it's definitely possible. And when we are, in like what I would call like the dark ages, people are, are still so easily manipulated now. Right. You know, we're not a very advanced species. We just need one quote unquote supernatural event. And you know, then it's fine. And you can just think about if we're aware of this technology now, what do you think the military has with unlimited budget? We can see holograms now and virtual realities and different things that are so good. It makes you question what's going on. And so yeah. if that's possible and it were orchestrated with uh, an, an end in like in hypnosis, you need to know what the end goal is. So like if you look right. at the work of Darren Brown and be like, okay, I'm going to do this or whatever. And then they re like, he was able to do like, just if you think you have free will, look at the work of Darren Brown. Like he got people in this one thing to rob. All these people were good people, good moral people, hypnotize them to rob an armored truck. It was a staged armored truck, but they all think it was real. And all of them armed the robber, the, the truck. You know, that's how powerful you can do when you reverse engineer something. Absolutely. You really can. But I, I am cautiously optimistic, Matt. I really think that there's enough information getting out there now where enough people are starting to wonder, huh, enough people here, enough crazy people like us that if Jesus does show up, in the sky, there'll be enough people saying, now, is that Project Blue Beam or is that real? And that's really all we need. We just need enough people to retain a little bit of objectivity. We just need enough people to retain a little bit of their mental faculties and not buy the whole thing. As long as there's a resistance, Matt, I think we'll be okay. As long as they don't get us all to drink the Kool-Aid or eat the Soylent Green, and that's our job, man, is to make sure that not everybody's going to do it. And I think as long as we have a few people that are still divine, still sovereign, still free, I still like our chances, brother. Huh, well, yeah, it, it, almost, it is a little bit depressing. I remember having Gerald on like the second time, and I couldn't quite figure out the feeling I was having. And then I was like, oh, I got it. I feel despair, bro. You're making me feel <laughs> It's like, what? Oh, my goodness. But, um, Matt, the more I hear about the, the 5G and the more I hear about the, you know, the technology where they can tell you things in your head and the more I hear about them trying to harp us and the more I hear about these energy weapons, the more encouraged I get because I understand that we have the true energy within us. We have the true uh, mental faculties. What we, what they're trying to duplicate what we have. We just don't know we have it. And if they're trying to duplicate it, Matt, if we can discover the real thing, their duplication can never defeat the real thing once we learn the true application of it. So I still remain optimistic that they're trying to copy us for a reason. We still got the real thing. And sooner or later, enough of us are going to wake up to it. And we're still going to get out of here. I still, I still hold out for an optimistic outcome. I don't buy the whole despair scenario. I don't think resistance is futile. 
and what was that other show uh galaxy quest uh never give in never surrender i'm one of those guys i'm not gonna do it yeah galaxy quest is so good um okay well what do you think about um uh, shoot, I lost my train of thought because my brain is like just exploded. as like, oh my goodness. Um, yeah. Oh, the whole like ascension thing. Some people is like, we're moving into this, you know, ascension, a mental ascension, right? A spiritual ascension. Do you, do you buy like the, they talk about new earth, the new humanity, things like that. I am definitely optimistic um, about all of this stuff. If it is real, again, I don't know. But what I do know is I can control uh, my own reality to a degree, yep. uh, my own choices, my own connection to spirit. Um, so I, I have that. And, and if that does happen, I can kind of look at it with clear eyes. But the other thing I want to ask you is you're out there seeking it. And um, where do you find your information to piece all this together? Like who do you look for uh, valuable information that's not just kind of putting stuff out there for clickbait, but doing research and saying, you know what? This seems a bit nuts, but uh, check this out. Like if you go down the rabbit hole of ETs, you're going to see enough real info like Bob Lazar, uh, very interesting stuff that he put out, you know, Clifford Mahoudi and David both vetted for him and some other people. So I, I looked at that. There are some real UFO abductions, but there's also what Clifford and David refer to as the entertainment industry of UFO stuff. And uh, when Clifford and David went to Disclosure Fest, um, you know, they were just like, you know, their history is 20,000 years old and ETs is riddled with it. And, you know, they had the other stuff and they're like, you know, maybe, but we think that they're embed they call it adding on or embellishing or selling books. And so where do you look for, for real information? Cause it can get very convoluted, especially with a statement like that. And I know you don't come to a conclusion like that without really going down some rabbit holes and trying to piece some things together. Well, it's really not that complicated, Matt. Um, with me, one of the the big weaknesses I have is I put out, you know, three, four, five, six podcasts a day. So I'm constantly, you know, researching my own stuff. I'm constantly, you know, doing my own uh, reading and, and vetting for the stuff I'm putting out. So I have very little time to listen or to watch other uh, YouTube information. I wish I had more, but and maybe I'll get to the place where I can do more, but I don't get to look at many other people's stuff. Everything that I get, Matt, comes directly out of either the Old Testament direct Hebrew, the New Testament direct Greek, or it just, it just literally drops into my mind. It's my higher spirit. It's my higher self. It's the divine. It just drops in. And I don't just run. Something doesn't just come to my head and run with it. It comes into my head. I vet it through the actual text, and then I present it. So, again, I really am a one-trick pony. All my stuff comes from the same source. And fortunately or unfortunately, we're in a Western culture that's been indoctrinated and inculcated, inculcated with this for 2,000 years. So there's a lot of this out there. A lot of people have been through it. So there is a, a, a cultural context for it. And I really am, I really feel that I'm here just to help people unindoctrinate themselves. So, I mean, nothing is fancy for me. Uh, nothing is complicated for me. You know where it's coming from. and it's it's going to be about the same things. It's going to be about being your own guru, guiding your own spirit, mastering your own ascension. It's going to be about getting out of the fear and guilt control matrix. It's going to be about living life and life more abundantly. It's going to be about having peace that passes all understanding. And at the end of the day, it's going to be about unindoctrinating yourself. Huh. So are you saying that 
you found in the Greek tests, like that's where you found information about a false flag, a potential false flag attack through there? Every word of it, Matt. What? Every word of it. Oh, shit. It's in the Greek New Testament. Every single word of it. Huh. Well, you know what it makes me think about? Um, just It's a little bit different, but same, same, but different. Um, there's, I think it was the Socratic method when I was looking up um, how to control. I was like, how do we how are people murdering each other? Right. So um, I think it was Socrates and it just talked about a system of persuasion. And it was just like, what's the, it was like this problem or like an enemy, how to solve it, whatever, get people together. And it was just a specific four step process that we still use now, you know, it's the same, same thing, like uh, enemy, you know, uh, problem, solution you bind together everybody comes together you have rituals together you move towards it together and a few other things but it was like the same process forever so you know yep. if they are going to do a false flag it's not like the first time that they would have thought about that it's like a, the oldest trick in the book just, right. you know reused that's nuts it's I, like I, the I did David not expect I, that yeah it's like the david ike problem problem reaction solution paradigm yes and the paradigm that i see is it's a sin salvation, savior paradigm. You're born with sin. You need salvation. We've got the only savior. You got to come to us, do what we say to do, pay what we say to pay, go where we say to go or else. And that's really the bottom line to it. But everything that I teach, everything that I show, Matt, it's, it's either from the Greek or the Hebrew, and I can show you literal word for word. Dude, I did not expect that answer. My it's mind just is, that simple. is so blown. That, that is where you got that from. Oh my God. Absolutely. I, yeah, I'm going to, you're going to get That's why added. it's so incredible. That's why it yeah. just blows my mind. That's, yeah. That it's is, right there, man. I mean, they, they show us they have to have plausible deniability. They have to say, look, we told them it was there. And they have told us it's there. We just are too lazy to search it out and discover it. I'm going to watch that video. I'm going to make you send it. I'll link it in the show notes because I'm like, <laughs> I want to see the Greek text of false flag and, and that that's nuts. Um, There's almost 2,000 videos on the channel, man. So <laughs> just dig in for a solid year or two. <laughs> yeah. Incredible, man. Well, dude, you blew my mind. Um, the one question I, I want to ask, um, and feel free if there's anything that you wanted to touch on or you wish that okay. I had asked go for it. Um, but just in general, we're looking for sovereignty. We're looking for peace. We're looking to get out of the guilt. You know, I still have, right. guilt. I make mistakes and I'm just such a dickhead to myself, you know, and I'll work really hard all day. And then I'll, and there's other stuff that I want to create and I don't. So I, I'm kind of like not, I'm getting better at it. Right. But it seems to be a constant process. What do you just recommend for getting out of that guilt, shame, paradigm and, and living in more abundance and, and, and being happier? Well, the first thing is just to realize that this idea of original sin, that you are guilty from the time you were born, is a Johnny-come-lately religious idea. It's brand new, and it's not true. And all you have to do is look at the words of Jesus. He said, the kingdom of God is in you. So step one, realize you're not filled with original sin. You got the spark of divinity within. And God is not this guy that sees you when you're sleeping, knows when you're awake, knows if you've been bad or good. 
He doesn't, he's not making a list, checking it twice, finding out who's naughty or nice. He's crafted a system that leads to life and life more abundantly, very simple ways and truths that you follow that lead to life, and it brings you peace and peace that passes all understanding. The Christ said that God doesn't give us the spirit of fear. So anything that gives you fear, anything that gives you guilt, anything that makes you feel like you're being uncontrolled or it's against your will, I don't know what it is, but it's not from the true gods of this universe. I don't think it's from true divinity. And it's very, very simple. Understand that you got the spark of divinity within. Give yourself a break. You're learning. You're growing. You're developing. You are divine. You are sovereign. You are free. But it takes a minute to develop this within yourself. Give yourself a break. Give your brother a break. Give your sister a break. Give your brother and sister a hand. Ask for a hand if you need it. But try to stay objective. Try to stay optimistic because at the end of the day, the only way you lose, the only way you go down, the only way that you don't make it is if you give up. And as long as you don't give up, you're going to make it. That makes me feel good, man. <laughs> You're going to make it as long as you don't give up. Yeah, and it's simple too. And what I've realized- So simple. You know, the smartest people I've had on my podcast, well, everybody's pretty brilliant, but I just had another, you know, Dr. Edith Ubuntu Chan. Brilliant. She's a- I saw that. Mathematician from Harvard, graduated with honors, doctor, Chinese medicine, and just her health tips were so simple- but it's like getting back to what makes sense because we're living in an unnatural world. We're so Damn. attached to our devices. We're like, we need to be told to go exercise. We need to be told to say hello to the person you're passing. We need to be told to think about doing a job where you impact people in a positive way, not just for money. Like that is ridiculous. And, but yep. because it's so backwards and we're so, you know, it's uh you know conquering and it's uh you know winner or loser and competition and illusion and material gain we're so far away from just functioning as decent human beings on a societal level and to come back to these simple principles um that's it and i think that there's a little bit of a i think a trick that i'm seeing in the new age community and i fell for it too um forever and i still th i think it's still fragments there of the enlightenment um, when I'm studying enlightenment, I go around and I'm on a cloud and life is easy and I have all the answers and I'm connected to divine. And, and maybe that is a state of consciousness that I will one day achieve, but I haven't talked to anybody on the planet that is even close. The closest guy that I've kind of seen, and I don't know, you know, for sure, but Sadhguru looks pretty legit, but somebody was, he does. you know, but somebody was telling me about him, right? He's like, what do you think? Like, is he a super enlightened avatar? And I'm like, well, put it this way, uh, you know, this guy is an awesome football player. I was like, if he wanted to learn football and he watched you play and watched you talk about it, what would he think about you as far as football? This guy's just like a spiritual guy with spiritual knowledge, and he's like, he's really good at it. Like, he's, he's like a LeBron James of spirituality, but he still has those same human emotions, the same, I think he still goes through in, in, in like, it's not a different state of consciousness altogether, like, it's, it's just how it's chop wood, carry water. There's still stresses. There's still struggles. There's still tribulations. There's still growth. You're just navigating it differently. You're perceiving it differently. You have a different value set. You have a little bit of a different perception. 
maybe a little bit more compassion, but you're still human. You don't kind of get that cloud device where everything's divine and you kind of clap your fingers and it's all magical. It's, it's a lot easier for sure, but does that make sense? I was a bit of a rant, but can you help with that? <laughs> I think it's, I think you're exactly right. We're, we're never going to get to the place where, you know, until we get out of this place where none of it matters, but when you do, you know, the simple things like meditate and you do the simple things like, you know, do your mantras and uh, do your, and even when you start doing things like uh, cold water plunges and, and getting control of your, your physicality, then, you know, and again, I can't go back to the cold water thing because it's a new thing for me. But when you have got yourself to the place where you can plunge under cold water and stay under there for a certain amount of time and train yourself on that, you know, it's an interesting thing. I came in. And I, you know, kicked one of the stools and, you know, about broke four of my toes. And I didn't have the normal, you know, non-Christian verbiage that came rolling out of my mouth. I was just able to, you know, just center and, okay, yeah, I, I stubbed my toe, but that's okay. It'll be all right. And I think, it, I think you gain perspective. The more that you get into a spiritual mindset, the more that you develop your inner man, your inner woman, then you be, your, your perspective changes. And you're not coming from a physical perspective. You're coming from that spiritual perspective, and then it just changes your whole paradigm, and you understand things within a spiritual context rather than the physical context, and you're just able to either, you know, it's the old, uh, you know, the old native saying about, you know, there's two dogs inside of you fighting. It's, you know, which one wins is the one that you feed the most. If you feed that spiritual dog the most, then when that physical dog barks, it's not so loud, and you just put it down, and you deal with it, and that's, I think, what life is. It's just learning to change your paradigm, learning to, to change your emphasis, and taking it from where this body that we're in is in control to where we're in control of this body that we're in. Awesome, man. Very well said. Um, I just want to thank you for, for all the work you're doing, for the courage to follow your truth and then you know walk that out. It must have been really challenging. And now that I know that it all comes from Greek like just one place in Greek from ancient knowledge, that's like a whole nother level of like credibility because you've really got to go back to like the oldest thing we can document where it came from and then, it, and be able to interpret it with clear eyes and, you know, give, like you said, present the information and then say, Hey, this is kind of, you know, what might make sense here. You know, when I learned about hypnosis, it was just a way to realize when it was being used on me you know, and be like, okay, yep. I can see a little bit clearer now that that person is, is trying to persuade me or, you know what, I should probably watch less TV because I can see all these language patterns. And then my, I'm in a certain state of mind when the commercial comes on, then I'm more subject to doing that rather than making sure I get out and do a jog or train or, or get connected with my body because that actually centers me and gives me a, a knowledge of self and empowerment, not of uh, comfort um, and someone else like kind of directing me, you know what I mean? Passivity. Yeah. So, um, just and, you know, man, I, Go ahead. I sometimes joke around when I'm, when I'm, when I'm teaching, I'll say, I say a couple of things that somewhat tongue in cheek, but at the, at the same time, they're really true. You know, I'll joke around and I'll say, a lot of you say you don't get this, but there's, there's two reasons why you come here. Number one, I'm a lot better at this than you are because I've been doing it for 37 years and I don't have anything to prove. I don't have any doctrines to defend. I don't have any church to defend. I don't have any beliefs to defend. I've actually, after 37 years, got to a place of complete objectivity in regards to the biblical text. So I can look at it. 
I can see what it says and I can let it say what it says. So I'm better at it than most people are because I've done it more, more of it. And my give a damn busted about 10 years ago, Matt. Uh, dude, I just want to see, like, I've been doing a little bit of a Christopher Hitchens um, dive, and I would just love to see you on a panel with, like, the Vatican and just stuff like you did. Be like, this I'd love to. God, that would be fascinating. I'm going to see if I can orchestrate some stuff like that. Thanks for inviting me, man. It's my pleasure. Be glad to come back anytime. Anytime, man. Well, where, where can people find more about you? I have a one-stop shop for all of my heresy. Uh, just go to the Christian Whistleblower on YouTube and you can find all that you'll ever want and much, much more. <laughs> awesome, dude. Well, thanks for all your work. Thanks for coming on and friggin' just shattering my brain and uh, everyone else's. I uh, appreciate you, dude. Hey, uh, much love, Matt. Thank you so much. And I appreciate your, and I'll say it right here, we had a, a, a show with you on The Last Stand a couple of weeks ago, and it was the very next day. It was the first day I did my cold plunge. I've done it every day since. And literally, it is one of the most profound spiritual technologies I've ever found in my life. And I owe it to you, Matt. Thank you for the literal push into the super cold lake. Oh, man. Yeah, my pleasure, dude. Well, I'm glad we're doing it together, man. And, and that's the thing is like testing ourselves. And I appreciate you for what you're doing and, and doing that, man. So that's amazing. All right, Matt, much love. Thanks, brother. And Take to care. all of you that's watching, thank you. See you guys. All right, guys, I hope that you enjoyed that episode with Jeffrey Darty. I invite you to check out his incredible channel, Jeffrey Darty. You can see him on The Last Stand. Find him all over YouTube. His videos are super in-depth, and it is absolutely mind-blowing that he is getting this from the Greek translation of the Bible. That just blows my freaking mind. So uh, take all this with an open mind. If it's offensive, I apologize. If it's uh, if you're not new to this information, then that's great, too. You can go find uh, deeper information on Jeffrey's channel and, and out there and uh, if you like the episode and you want to support taking screenshots tag me on Instagram at Matt Belair share on Facebook and all that kind of fun stuff Patreon really does help leaving a review helps um, for those of you guys who want coaching you want to do group coaching I'm also doing webinars uh, for uh, teams and groups and businesses and even groups of friends um, we can work that way so if you're interested in leveling up in any way no matter where you are and you want to learn these um, tactics of like consciousness spirituality peak performance and all of that kind of stuff hit me up at mattbelair.com forward slash coaching and i'm happy to help you out so remember to sign up for the email list at mattbelair.com and i'll let you guys all have an amazing day so wherever you are in the world taking a deep breath in through your nose hold that breath and just let it out slowly with all the cares and all the worries of the day feeling totally peaceful present and empowered ready to take on the rest of the day have an incredible day, and I will see you in the next episode. Peace.